Welcome to the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast where I have the bigger conversations about dating, love, life, and relationships. You know the ones, the ones that change lives. In this week's podcast, I'm going to be talking about dating trends and predictions for 2023. Now, this is going to be based on a lot of the data from the major dating apps and online sites. They have a huge access to what the users are doing, what the trends are, and they use that data to predict what they think is going to happen. I'm also going to throw in some of my insights for what's happening um, in real life and what I've seen as a dating relationship coach who also runs events. Now, what I want to say is a trend. If you think about trends, like fashion trends, they come and they go. You know, they, they, they change all the time. Some people never embrace those trends and they go with the classics and it works for them. Now, another definition of a trend is the general direction something is developed or changing into. So these trends are looking at how dating is changing, developing, evolving. But what I want to say is, we don't have to follow the trends. We can set the trends. <laughs> As a dating relationship coach, I've worked, you know, over the years, it's been hundreds of thousands of people. And I hear them all say the same thing, whether they're men or women, you know, dating is horrific. It's a jungle out there. There's so much bad behavior. Now, collectively, we decide to stop that bad behavior. And the majority is behaving good we will create a positive trend in dating that we absolutely have the power to do. You know, I recommend if we behave like humans with wonderful kindness, empathy in the dating space, it would significantly change. And, you know, the reality is not everyone is going to be your cup of tea or a match for you. If someone decides they don't want to date you, there's no excuse to be angry or nasty around that. So if we all choose to change our reactions in the dating space from the majority, it would significantly change the face of dating. Yeah, you're going to have the minority that behaves that way, but let's create this positive trend to change some of this stuff. Because, you know, I, I hear so many stories of people who've, you come out of terrible relationships. So they're hyper-focused on that not happening again, or they've had men or women treat them badly. So they've shut down. Uh, and if they do try and date, they're often self-sabotage, behave in a certain way, self-protect, overly test. Now, the other thing I recommend that is trending in this data, and I recommend doing is work to heal some of those things within yourself so you don't carry it forward and, and don't create this <laughs> dating ecosystem that can be shit. And, and it's a lot of the work that I do as a dating coach that I really enjoy. And I love seeing people come out the other side. I love seeing their lives transform. And even in my Facebook feed, couples, marriages, babies, all of this stuff, when they let go of that shit. Now, anyway, <laughs> let's get on to these dating trends for 2023. For a start, daters are looking towards positivity and possibility in 2023. I love that. 
They want to leave the insecurity and confusion of the past few years behind. Now, we lived through COVID. We've lived through so much uncertainty. We couldn't socialise how we used to. We couldn't meet people how we used to. Things would be locked down. You couldn't travel. So coming out the other end, it's seeing singles want to change and have real authentic connections with other humans they miss that right now what does authentic mean authentic means original and not a copy so what people are looking for in the dating world which I love is people to be authentically real their original self you know if you're into video games Talk about that. If you're into um, nerdy comic books, if you're into hiking, if you're into camping, whatever your thing is, to just be real about who you are. And when you're real about who you are, you're going to meet someone who likes the same thing, which when you're in a relationship, you know, as much as opposites attract, having some of those common things in common is wonderful. But it's also when we're real, and vulnerable and open, it allows us to connect with other people. Now, I know when I met my partner, some of those real things in him really attracted me to him. Look, at the beginning, he was, you know, the mask on being who we thought I wanted him to be, and I didn't even notice him. But when he was who he was and real, it changes, changed everything. And I, I remember thinking, you know, some of those we had childhood experiences and growing up experiences that were very similar and that formed some form of connection. I remember him talking about a saying that I hadn't heard from high school. It's a very Australian saying and it's get off the grass. Now it doesn't mean literally get off the grass. It means you're kidding me. Now he said this and it took me back to, you know, being a teenager in high school and I laughed and it became this, you know, funny saying between the two of us that absolutely formed a connection. So that is what singles are looking for in 2023. Now the other thing is, People are more certain about their deal breakers and their self-worth, which is great. They know what they're not going to put up with and they know that their value is, is worthwhile. So let me go through the trends. Some I like, some I don't like. Number one, budget-conscious dates are in. Now, I love this. <laughs> The cost of living has significantly risen. I know I went shopping for Christmas and I was blown away at what it cost me to buy what we needed for the Christmas lunch and all that went with it and how much more it was than the year before. Now, everyone's feeling the pinch. So when it comes to dates, people are really analysing the money they spent and what they found is that 28% of Bumble users are clear on their financial boundaries when it comes to dating. And 57% said they prefer a low-key and less costly date to an over-the-top fancy one, right? And you know what? I, going back to when I was dating, some of my best dates were the ones that didn't cost money. I remember sharing a bottle of champagne, watching the sunrise at the beach, uh, it was one of my favourite dates and it was very low cost. I love the beach. I love sunsets and it was nice to share a bottle of bubbles. 
Now, I find that coffee dates don't bring the best out of people. It allows you to be a bit too judgy, right? It is a very time, you know, short time frame. People don't often get the chance to show their real self. So doing a fun experience together that's low cost is more likely to, you know, build a connection, do a picnic, do, you know, go for a walk and, and grab an ice cream, go to something that's fun. I guarantee you that you're going to enjoy dating more, but you're also going to, you know, get better results and your wallet's going to thank you for it. Now, the next one that I want to talk about is sober dates are in. <laughs> it, it's a really big trend that's that's happening. I mean, I'm sure it used to be a standard want to grab a drink message on dating apps, but the big prediction for 2023 is more dry dates. In fact, 75% of Hinge users say they no longer prefer first dates that involve drinking, but rather shared activities that can, you know, give you that sense of connection and allows you to genuinely get to know the other person. Now, at Tinder, they found something similar with 72% of the users noting, noting that they don't drink or only do so socially on their profiles. In fact, the use of beer and wine emojis decreased significantly in Tinder bios in the last year. <laughs> so cheers to that, but maybe over coffee or a milkshake or an ice cream instead. And what they found is that sober bars are popping up nationwide, which is really interesting. Now, another big trend that they found is emotional vulnerability is more important than ever before. There really is strength in vulnerability, right? Um, and vulnerability is not sharing yourself warts and all. You know, it doesn't mean that you go into the first date sharing your heartache and your breakup stories. In fact, I don't recommend that at all. But about being vulnerable and real and opening up about what you like, what you enjoy, about who you are. And yeah, there's always a risk of showing the real you, but that is where you're going to find the connection, right? Which... I really love. Now, more women are making the first move. It's another trend that you guys are going to love. So as we scroll into 2023, it seems that ladies around the globe are taking their power back, especially when it comes to dating. So why apps like Bumble are being encouraging women to make the first move for a while, this year in particular, has seen a major uptick in female identifying users making the first move on other platforms as well because the tangible benefits women are seeing when they, you know, send that first message have been worthwhile. And... I think it was OKCupid okay too found eight in 10 women's, women said they send the first message and it's, it's working for them. Sometimes women sit back and I, I see this a lot at singles events. You know, when I run a singles party, I give these cards where people can put their name and number and hand it to someone that they're interested in. Now, I've had a lot of relationships happen when the women have been brave enough and had the courage to just go over and hand a guy a card with their phone number on. 
a lot of times it's like I said it's resulted in a relationship because for guys women often come to events in groups of three and guys will say well how do I hand one woman the card when her, her friends are watching it's really tricky so women making that first move or just sending a message on a dating app is okay nowadays and it can be simple as you know send a chatty message that you might want to receive from a guy so often women we make guys jump through these hoops but you know when the shoe's on the other foot you can have fun with it now women said they tend to send the first message 55 percent women who said oh, sorry women who said they tend to send the first message get 55 percent more likes and 60% more matches than those that don't. And conversations initiated by women last longer than those initiated by men. So why not mix things up? You never know what result you're gonna get. Now, the next one, what they found, Tinder found this, and Tinder, they, they did a survey on 18 to 25 year olds. And they said situationships are no longer shit, are no longer crap. Um, what they said is uh, although the dreaded talking phase and grey areas and new relationships can make dating frustrating, it looks like 2023 just might be the year of the situationship because more singles are seeing the term as a valid way to describe their connections. Now, I see too many people end up wasting time in situationships, right? Too many, particularly women, with men who are never going to want a relationship. So it depends when this term is applied. In the first stage of chatting to people, going out on your first date, it's dating. You're not really anything. But what I do recommend is that you should be on the same page as what you want. So if you both want casual, great. If you both want to ultimately want a relationship and you're meeting people to see where it goes, be clear about that. Define what you want in those early stages will save you a whole pile of heartache, right? Um, because if you're going out with someone who only wants something casual and you want a serious relationship, it's never going to change. Particularly if it's a guy. Guys don't often change their mind. Very, very rarely. Maybe in the low, you know, up to 5%. 95% don't. Women do change their mind. But I see too many women going into it thinking, well, I can change his mind and waste a lot of time. So I don't recommend you just fall into a situationship because it doesn't it doesn't work for a lot of people now the other trends that I want to talk about these these ones are particularly from Bumble okay now Bumble found that looks aren't so important as they've been in the past what what singles are looking for in a match will literally be different to what they were looking for in 2022 they found that 38% of Bumble users are open to dating outside their usual physical type. Look, 28% are less worried about dating the type of person other people expect them to date. 
and 63% are looking for emotional maturity before looks. Now, I hear this all the time, right? That people want emotional security. Yes, dating apps are a bit shallow. Often you have the picture. And, you know, it, it's causing men to feel that they've got low self-esteem because they feel like they're being rejected for their looks. And that's tough. Women have felt that way for ages. But the data that they've got from these apps is saying that people are starting to change that. And it's one of my favourite dating trends for 2023. Now, I know that when I run face-to-face -face events, surprisingly, it's not the best-looking guys that do the best. It's the ones that can connect with people, can have a great chat, who can be their real original self, right? And, you know, emotional maturity and kindness in a relationship is so much more important than looks. So it's a great trend to set. And again, when you're on that dating app, expand who you swipe on. You'll be surprised at the results. The next dating trend that Bumble found is boundary setting is in. Single people are getting clear about what does and doesn't work for them. There's an even a word for this new trend, guard railing. Guard railing is about setting boundaries and protecting your energy. 52% of singles have set boundaries over the past year. For 63% of those people, the boundaries were related to their emotional needs. Yay. Because <laughs> if your emotional needs, if you're overlooking them, you're not going to be happy in a relationship. For 59%, the boundaries allow them to be more intentional about how they put themselves out there. You know, when you've got healthy boundaries, it keeps you safe. For 53%, the boundaries protected them for overcommitting socially. You know, instead of saying yes to everything and everyone, the boundaries allowed them to enjoy their life more. So that is a great trend. The third trend that Bumble identified is balance. Work-life balance is one of the big dating trends for 2023. In fact, balance will be much more important. Think about the balance between work, life and relationships. It's been dubbed the love-life balance. And that is people want work-life balance for themselves and their partner too. In 2023, people will care less about a career as a status single and prioritise rest and leisure time in their relationships, which is great news because doing that creates wonderful relationships. 49% are prioritising their own work-life balance. 13% will no longer date someone who has a very demanding job. That might, because, might be because 52% are actively creating more space for breaks and rest in their lives and they want to meet someone who can do the same thing. 54% care more about their partner's work-life balance than they, than they do about their partner's career status. So people just want that balance between the both. So that's a really interesting one. The fourth trend is long distance relationships are back. Post-COVID lockdowns, people are prioritizing traveling and exploring the world again. As a result, long distance relationships are back and people will consider relationships that span countries. This has also become a lot easier as company, companies are allowing employees to work remotely. 
The freedom to work from anywhere has allowed single people to more seriously consider long distance or international relationships. Interestingly enough, 14% have looked at the idea of becoming a digital nomad and 33% are now more open to relationships with people who aren't in their city. The fifth trend that is really interesting is men are rejecting stereotypes too. Now, men are examining their own gender roles in 2023. In fact, what they found was that men have been hearing all of this stuff about toxic masculinity, right? And as a result, they have looked at their, their behaviour. And sorry, I'm just pausing for a minute. There's a plane going overhead. Okay, so emotional vulnerability is a thing. And the, in the past year of dating has proven that strength has paid off for men in particular, of men being vulnerable. Men are learning more. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading what they're saying. What they've seen is a continuation of men facing what has been deemed as toxic traits head on and learning to process their emotions and expressing themselves. Bumble shared that 74% of male users worldwide have said they've examined their behaviours and now have a better understanding of what those toxic behaviours might be. Now, the other thing, like I said, men are rejecting stereotypes too. Almost three in four 74% of men on Bumble say that they've examined their behaviours over the past year. 52% are actively challenging the stereotype that men should not show emotions. And 38% now speak more openly about how they're feeling with their male friends. Men's self-reflection is carrying over into their dating lives, with 49% of men agreeing that breaking gender roles in dating relationships is actually beneficial for them as well. Now, the sixth trend is there will be more recently single people on the market than ever before. This one's the saddest of the dating trends for 2023. Now, COVID was tough for many and caused a wave of marriage breakups. And those people are now on the dating scene for the first time. So it found that 39% of people on Bumble have ended a marriage or a serious relationship in the past two years. And 36% of those people are using dating apps for the very first time. It means that there's more people who are learning how to navigate what dating looks like now. And, you know, I, I did do a podcast on that the other week because if you're new to this, <laughs> you know, I know that when I first dated, it's significantly different than it was 20 odd years ago. It's even different than it was five years ago. But again, um, the ways we might use and meet a change, but the underlying connecting to other human beings, it hasn't changed that much, right? So, yeah. The seventh dating trend for 2023 is daters are going to speak more openly about sex. Now, I've always thought that people speak a bit openly about sex anyway, right? But they believe what they're, they're believing is it's more important to explore what they want sexually and to be able to freely talk about that. 
So 40% are approaching sex and intimacy in an open and exploratory way. 53% believe talking about sexual wants and needs early in a relationship is important. Absolutely. You'll see if you're on the same page. 20% 20, 20 say they've, oh, sorry, going back to that. You don't want to talk about it on your first date because that's really overwhelming, you know, off-putting for women. It just looks like a guy's just looking for sex. So there's a way about talking about that, which I probably should do another podcast on. Now, 20% say they wanted to explore their sexuality more in the past year. They wanted to. Uh, knowing what you want from your sex life didn't mean that singles were having sex. As 34% of people weren't having sex and were okay with that. Now, the other thing that they found in, in the data is people are exploring, it, it did say that they're exploring their sexuality. So uh, non-monogamy is on the rise, they found. So people are being more open-minded to different types of a relationship to widen the dating pool. Um, in 2023, 15% of Gen Z Hinge users and 15% of those who identify as LGBTQ+, report that they're exploring their dating intentions or, or open to non-monogamy. So non, you know, not just one person. And um, Bumble user data suggests the same with 16% of the apps respondents saying they're now open to exploring non-monogamy for the first time. So the prediction is that there's going to be adjustment to sex positivity and more open conversations around sex, relationships, hopefully in a healthy way um, is, is, what they're, is what they're saying in this data. Now, more on money. The eighth prediction is money will become less of a taboo topic on a date. In 2023, there'll be more honest conversations about money on dates. So 28% are setting financial boundaries in their dating lives. As a result, they're having conversations about what they're comfortable with. What, you know, like um, having the same goals and being on the same page financially is really important in a relationship. So people are having those more genuine conversations and it used to be quite taboo but no longer same with things like politics and religion are no longer taboo because people want to meet someone that they're a match with and they don't want to find some of this stuff down the track so a lot of these people are also wanting to be you know, like I said more positive there is also a trend towards um, growth and self-development in the whole dating space. Now, the next bit of data is I'm, I'm going to give you is from Match.com, and it's what 5,000-plus American singles think. And a lot of the information was very similar, but what they did find is there was huge findings around mental health is wealth and the self-improvement movement is alive and well for singles because singles were really seeing the importance of being better people and better partners. You know, there are two eyes in relationships and singles are investing more in themselves so they can lay the foundations for healthier relationships. And I love this. And 
you know, we're seeing that a little bit here. I think Americans do a lot more around therapy and there's not so much of a stigma about going and sorting some of that stuff out. I mean, as much as I don't do therapy, I do a lot of coaching and working for people to move beyond and be in a good place. And, and then it's amazing how people have wonderful relationships. So what they found in their data is 87% of singles believe it's important for both people to put their mental health first. Two thirds of singles want to improve their mental health. Two thirds are open to therapy, which I think is a lot higher than it would be in Australia. 81% stated they practice self-care at a minimum of monthly. 31% said their mental health is good. In America, this was mostly um, the baby boomers, so older singles that are probably more financially secure. For 36%, mostly young singles say their mental health is poor. There's a lot more pressure and challenges on younger singles. Dating is a lot harder than it used to be, and there's a lot more uncertainty. This year, there was a big decrease in young singles feeling burnt out a 20% drop from the previous year, which is good news. For 31% of Gen X, their burnout is coming from their career. So going back to the Bumble data where people are wanting work-life balance, they're over being burnt out. They, they want those wonderful relationships and they want to put those first, which I think these dating trends is fantastic news. Only 13% of singles say burnt out keep them from going out and another 13% saying they're not dating in real life because they're too busy. 15% of the American users said they don't date in person because they feel out of practice. I mean, I personally love that singles are prioritising their mental health for healthy relationships and looking at themselves first. In the data from Australia, it's like people are wanting to get beyond the superficial they want to get to what really matters. They, you know, in the data, snap judgments are out. Because 49% of people have fallen in love with someone they weren't attracted to at first, which is, is high. So I think everyone looking for that instant attraction, that instant connection, which, you know, for the 10 years I've seen, it's really rare. Most people have to meet each other a number of times before that happens. And like 40%, 49% are in love with someone they weren't initially attracted to. So, you know, I think we've got to stop putting that attraction, you know, that physical attraction as the most important thing. So singles are looking for a sense of self and they're invested in conscious dating. They're looking for more than physical attraction. And in America, people are using dating to learn about themselves, to find out who they are, what they need, and their own behavioural patterns in the dating process. In the American survey too, they found that distance, age, and other superficial qualities are not as important as being authentic. So it's time to start being our original selves. So like I said, most of those dating trends are really great news. And again, let's create our own dating trends of what we want in 2023. If you've set the intention to have a relationship in 2023, what are you doing to do that? Like, are you taking action? Have you got a plan? 
Have you got a strategy of what you're going to do? Have you got a way to deal with your emotions and the feelings that come up in the whole dating process? As a dating relationship coach, if you want someone to work with you, I can absolutely do that. 2023 can be your year. Don't just leave it to chance or, or a chance meeting because I see too many people where that chance meeting just hasn't happened. Anyway, my name is Debbie Rivers. I'm a relationship coach. Thanks for listening today. And I wish you the best 2023 possible. You know, for, for so many people, 20, no, 2023, 2022 was a tough year. And, and you know, here is a fresh new chapter for you to write in it whatever you want. Anyway, thanks for listening and bye for now.